always serving a fresh cup of daily inspiration. Deanna Hobbs. Today's inspiration is to remind you that this affliction is setting you up for breakthrough. I picked our daughter Kaya up from ballet class the other day. She told me, my teacher said I'm doing better. You should have seen the smile on her face. Kaya's been struggling a little bit at school with some of the newer moves. They're a bit more difficult. So our 14-year-old is a bit challenged by this demanding form of dance. But she's been working really hard to improve. And apparently, her instructor took notice of all her hard work. So I told Kaya, I'm so proud of you. She was just a beaming. For Kaya, learning and mastering intricate stretches and poses and positions hasn't been at all easy. But you know what? This summer, when time comes for her recital, she'll be ready to perform on stage because of all the effort she put forth off stage. Whether you're a dancer or not, if anybody expects to be strong, proficient, and productive in any area, they've got to be disciplined, hardworking, and willing to endure the pain and struggle of improving. The same is so true of you and me in our spiritual walk. That's why God takes us through a developmental process of refinement before placing us in situations that require us to perform particular roles in the kingdom. Let's look at Joseph, for example. In Genesis 39, we see Joseph, to whom God revealed in dreams that he'd one day be a powerful leader. You may have heard this story many times. After this promising divine revelation, he was sold into slavery by his jealous brothers and became the servant of an influential Egyptian man. His new master Potiphar was captain of the guard, literally meaning a slaughterer for Pharaoh, the Egyptian king. Now, after Joseph began working for this chief executioner, Potiphar noticed what an excellent servant he was. And the Bible tells us that because of God's favor, Joseph succeeded in everything he did and Potiphar's house was blessed because of him. Potiphar knew that God was with Joseph. It just makes me think about what a privilege and a blessing and an honor it is when God graces us with his favor. Everything works together for our good, even in less than ideal circumstances. So Potiphar promoted Joseph twice. First, he became Potiphar's personal attendant and later he was elevated to administrator over everything Potiphar owned. Joseph ran it all. God knew that Joseph's humble beginning as a slave wasn't the end of his story. The Lord was just setting the foundation for Joseph's future as the governor of Egypt. Often the most uncomfortable transitions place us in the best positions to be used by God. Always remember that. You see, had Joseph not learned to manage Potiphar's affairs and eventually his his entire household, he would not have had strong administrative skills. Joseph came straight out of his father Jacob's house and he didn't have the experience to lead a nation. Oh, but God allowed Joseph to be placed in a situation and environment that would develop the leader in him. Isn't God good? Although Potiphar's wife began lusting after Joseph and falsely accused him of sexual misconduct, according to Genesis 39 verses 7 through 20, which landed him in jail, the training didn't stop. His time spent in lockup was even purposeful. Joseph interpreted dreams behind bars. This exposed his gift to the king's cupbearer, who years later would introduce Joseph to Pharaoh when he was in need of an interpreter. As you see in the text, the person God hand-selected to help usher Joseph into destiny was also in jail. 
Look, the very place that seemed to be the lowest of the low, reserved for criminals and castaways, was the breeding ground for destiny. Could it be that the situation you're crying over today, angry about and resentful of, will turn out to be the very circumstance tied to your breakthrough? Sometimes we get so upset and we want God to change things and turn it around right away, but we're going through that process of refinement because he knows he's going to use us and even the negativity is going to work to bring about positive results in our life. Trust God. Not only did Joseph interpret dreams in jail, but God gave him favor with the jailer. So Joseph stepped into administrative shoes and acted as the warden. He was over the other prisoners and that meant he was further able to develop and enhance his management skills, which were about to come in handy. Friend, in this current season, you might feel imprisoned by your circumstances, but guess what? You are not in prison. You're in prep school. God is preparing you for what's coming. Just hold on. By the time Joseph's date with destiny arrived and he came face to face with Pharaoh in Genesis 41, he was polished, experienced, and well able to manage the resources of Egypt in a time of famine. See how God caused all things to work together for Joseph's good? Well, he's doing the same thing in your life. That's your good news for the day. Don't you get down in the dumps over this process. This isn't the end of your story. I know where you are right now may not look like where God has said you will be. Some days it may not seem fair and you might feel overlooked. You're probably wondering when it will be your time and your turn. Why all the inconveniences and setbacks and difficulties and hindrances? Oh, but your season is coming. In the meantime, God is sharpening your skills and refining you for your next dimension. He's building you up because he's taking you up. Even in the midst of your affliction, know that God is up to something. He's doing great things and working in your favor. Here's something I want you to think about. After Joseph settled into his new role and got married, he had children. He named his second son Ephraim. And I want to stir the words he said about the naming of his seed found in Genesis 41 and 52 in the New American Standard Bible right into your cup of inspiration. Joseph said, God has made me fruitful in the land of my affliction. As you drink down the contents of your cup, know that your affliction is just preparing you for your promotion. Your affliction is just a blessing in disguise. Your affliction is leading you on the path to elevation and breakthrough. As 2 Corinthians 4:17 in the New American Standard Bible says, for this light momentary affliction is preparing for us an eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison. Where you are at the moment is toughening up your skin, developing your discipline and empowering you to walk into your place of favor. You're being transitioned, conditioned and positioned for grace. God's plan for your life is so special and awesome. He's just making sure you're ready to handle the overflow that's about to come pouring into your life. David said in Psalm 119 and 71 in the English Standard Version, it is good for me that I was afflicted that I might learn your statutes. It is also good for you that you have been afflicted that you might learn. This affliction is just a learning experience, friend. It's teaching you, growing you, molding you and positioning you for what's next. Greater things, bigger blessings, more awesome breakthroughs are coming your way. 
Now let's pray. God, I pray for this, my sister, this, my brother. Some days they feel frustrated, confused and discouraged because of these difficult situations they're facing. But still we believe, oh God, that through this affliction in the end, you will get the glory. In the meantime, please help them not to grow weary. Today, I declare by faith that they're about to walk into a new season of promotion, blessing and favor. And we touch and agree and thank you for it in Jesus name. Amen. Your daily cup of inspiration podcast has been brought to you by empowering everyday women ministries, where we help fuel your faith every day. For more information, log on to www.deannahobbs.com.